Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 103. It's time for another quarterly update on Instagram, and we've got a lot to share. Between new features and a big slowdown in Instagram, the last quarter has been an interesting one. But before we get into it, we do want to thank a new member that joined the MFP patron tribe this week. We had Rasmus Lowen Stinsgard. Rasmus, I hope I somewhat came close to that. Thank awesome. you so much Just for your support. Such a good <laughs> I, name. That is. I like that. I like that. Uh, and if you do, if you do want to be part of the MFP tribe, uh, even if you don't have an awesome name like that, you can still head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and get some cool rewards and be part of the after show and patron tribe. And patron tribe, and and I tell you what, one of the topics that we get the most questions about from the tribe, as well as looking in the episodes that do the best are these Instagram updates. Uh, People love to to know what's going on because things are always changing. And this quarter has been nothing short of, yes, constant change. So where do we jump? Why don't we hit the, uh, I think the topic that's been on a lot of people's mind that we've seen a lot of questions is what is happening to Instagram? Everybody's engagement follows things. All those are down. And, and I've heard it from so many people, obviously, John, we, we get a lot of traffic around that and questions. So, uh, I don't know, man, dude, how, like, how many people have asked you like, what's up with Instagram? Well, <laughs> I, I, I went full Brad on it and I created an entire Excel spreadsheet and I think it's around <laughs> 2,317 and a half people. The half don't ask, um, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean it. It has been um, considerable uh, notice throughout the entire community uh, of drop off and engagement, and you know a lot of uh, I guess like a, a lot of a lot of people trying to deal with um, seeing things that typically perform well not do well, and and it's been it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge for us too. I mean we're over here. Uh, trying to reinvent the wheel. We'll we'll talk a little bit about later in the show some of the changes that are coming that have come to Instagram specifically IGTV. But like, you know, uh, when 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 the going gets tough, uh, the tough does get going. But <laughs> you also need to um, reevaluate what you're doing, right? And have that kind of self awareness to look in the mirror and go, well, is it me or is it an external influence? And in the case of Instagram, there that external influence is always going to be there. And so you can't depend on it. You have to be able to adapt and change. And um, and both of us have, uh, I think, me a little bit more have been adapting our content strategy to kind of pull us a little bit out of this um, this this cauldron of sadness that has well become it, Insta- Instagram's yeah, I mean, organic just, exposure. Right. And let's just talk about for a minute. The I mean, it's it is rough in the sense of uh, just just follows. And that's the big thing that we've heard a lot of. Like I have been, uh, and I looking at my numbers specifically, mine has been down, but my, my content has not been great. Right. And so I was like, yeah, you know, no big deal. Like I was thinking 
it was probably because of that. But then as I started hearing more of it and I started seeing people in the tribe being like, hey, what's up? Like, what are people's follows down? And I start talking and, you know, go on uh, like, you know, Social Blade does still have for business accounts. You can track it. You know, I started looking back at some of the accounts that that uh, we know and that I had loaded on there. And yeah, I mean, there are like accounts like losing followers. So not just a slowdown, but there are. And there was a day there was like, I don't know, maybe three or four days in the past month where I actually lost followers. And that was the first time that I've lost followers in a long time. Yeah. Uh, except for like that one time when they, you know, deleted all those bots. I think I still even came out ahead Dude, that day. That was literally the day. Remember, that was the day I hit 100,000. Like, oh, I hit yeah, 100, yeah, because then you went and, back. Yeah. <laughs> you got oh, to hit it no! twice. <laughs> Brad's, like, Brad's like, dude, check your, check your stats, check your stats. Yes, that's behind. right. But, uh, but yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy to look at. And, and so we all started looking uh, and, and trying to make sense of it. And, and I think that's what happens is when, when, you, when the slowdown happens and you think, oh, it's my content. Like, that's the first thing you want to think of. Like, oh, you know, what am I doing wrong? Uh, but what we've seen is like, it's, it's across the board. And we don't necessarily have an answer, whether it's, I mean, we do know that there, you know, are just a mound of crappy bot accounts and woodworking life IG selling t-shirts and Ted's 16,000 plans. And that's just in our little corner of the woodworking space, right? So we know that that's got to be happening uh, elsewhere too. Yeah, and, and, and before you continue, if you're following those, like, stop. Oh, I want to I want to hit that real quick. I mean, that's a great PSA. thing. PSA. So, PSA, public service announcement. We have in this community, we have the ability to uh, to affect those accounts. And in the sense of so what I'm and I'll be very specific to what I'm talking about, the accounts that all they do is repost 100 percent repost of other people's content with the sole intent of making money off of them through selling t-shirts, which those are really easy to see because you'll see like every third post or fifth post or whatever is something about, you know, t-shirt meme about sawdust is man glitter, whatever. Uh, and I went totally valley girl right there. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> you just love dating yourself with the valley girl thing. I know. Whatever, man. Uh, and so those, and then if they ever, if there's ever any mention of 16,000 plans, that is complete and utter spam because that's the, to the Ted's word working, if you don't know about that. But then some of the other ones will, they'll disguise it and talk about, uh, like they, they won't be upfront about it anymore because they know that people are, are, are keen to the whole Ted's and the 16,000 plans. And so they'll, you know, they'll have a link to like, oh, beginner, you know, learn woodworking, but like all their stuff, like all that does is send you back to the Ted's woodworking. So if you see an account like that, um, and especially if they're not giving credit, but honestly, even if they are giving credit, like just because they're giving credit doesn't mean they're not stealing our content and using it to make money for themselves with no intent of giving yeah, those like, people whose content they take. Follow. Don't they steal plans too? Uh, well, yeah. And that Ted's thing. So uh, just a, a real, I think we've talked about it before, but a super quick overview of what the whole Ted's woodworking thing basically. And I don't even know if it's changed in the last, you know, three years since it, this kind of really hit the scene, but. They just scraped a whole bunch of stuff together. A lot of it was open source kind of, you know, thing that was public access type stuff. Um, I mean, they're like like literal photocopy scans of magazines. I mean, the, the content is horrible uh, as far as just digesting it. And it's just like a big mess of files. Like it is not presented well, uh, but it's an affiliate program. 
and the affiliate rate is something absolutely ridiculous, like 80%. So if you sell a course for a hundred bucks, the affiliate person gets 80 bucks and then the whoever's running Ted's gets 20 bucks. So that's why so many people are doing it because they're like, oh my gosh, I can make, you know, I can make 80 bucks out of the hundred dollar sales. And, and so all these people have no idea what the content is. They're just trying to take advantage of woodworkers and sell it. And a lot of them don't even know that it's like this horrible copyrighted bogus junk. Um, and they should have done the research, but whatever. So the idea behind that, if you see these accounts selling t-shirts, doing these things, clearly trying to make profit, here's what you do. You go in, go into the actual account. Um, I don't know. Why don't we do one right here, John? What do you, do you, do you have any in your, because, and what you'll find a lot of times is they'll come up in your home feed, unfortunately, under like hashtag woodworking. Yeah. So Instagram is constantly serving me these things and that's how I see them. Um, but I'm just going to scroll through here and let's see if we can find one. We'll kind of do this on the fly. Um, and there's not ingrained, which I will give them credit. They don't do that stuff. They don't um, sell they plans. Kind of, they don't sell, right. They don't, they're not trying to take other people's stuff, even though they are trying to make money, whatever. Um, help me out here, John. We're, no we're on the fly here. We're on, we're on the fly. <laughs> uh, folks trying to I do mean, this, but I think I've deleted so many of them. But anyway, I'd if you same. see one, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm in here hunting too. So what, what we're going to do is as one comes up, woodworking um, under woodworking underscore ins dot gram. Perfect. That is and like, they're all like that now. Yep. Uh, Every fourth post is a t-shirt that, what, that okay. unfortunately looks close to Johnny Brooks branded clothing line. <laughs> is it Johnny? We might be. <laughs> it's not. Well, Johnny's much better. Johnny's I, Johnny's branding is really good on that shirt. He did. This yes. is, and, this just happens so, to be a mirror image. Right. And so, um, what you can do if you went to that one, I've, I've got one right here that they're actually not linking out, but they're, they're key. They're queuing up to do it. And so this is what we found is what we found is also, so I've got this one woodworking dot life underscore ends. And, um, they, it says, you know, woodworking, we will be posting daily pictures of all very descriptive. Um, and it's all the pictures that we all know and love that you've seen, you know, that the, uh, the hanging beam with the lights wrapped around it and the, you know, the live edge, the walnut floor. staircase floor. Yes. That's the, exactly the one I was talking about. The live edge walnut staircase floor, the, the huge trees, the carved sequoia into a lion, like all those ones that you see a million and a half times on the trailer on the trailer. Yep. Oh, there it is right there. Uh, and, and so, um, what's going to happen is like, they're going to try to grab followers. Then they'll put a link and try to monetize it. So if you're in the base account for any of these, you can put, click on the three dots in the top, right. And again, don't abuse this, but use it properly. Uh, the three dots up on the right, hit report and hit it's spam. And that's all you have to do. Uh, and, and that's what I would highly, if somebody ever steals your content and they're again, if they're trying to link out to anything else, Use that one. Don't go through the whole copyright thing because honestly, that is such a waste of time. They're going to take down your thing, but that account's still going to be there. If you do what we just said, so go to the account. If they are spamming, they're putting out spammy content and using other people's unoriginal content to try to sell things, that is the definition of spam. And so, or that is a definition of spam. You can hit the three dots on the account, not on the picture, but on the account, hit the three dots, report it's spam. And they will take down those accounts. Now, it is not all. I was just I was just texting with a guy uh, and I got because they'll give you notices. You'll actually get a notification. It'll say, hey, your your uh, report 
has been updated. And I got one yesterday or this week, this last week, and it was from 37 weeks ago. Hey, we've taken down this account that you reported in October. <laughs> and so I was, I was laughing. I was laughing and uh, about it. But what was so funny, and, and so I texted my buddy and I was like, hey, like, yeah, they're really on top of this. The next day, they literally sent me one. They're like, oh, the one that you reported yesterday, we've taken down. And I was like, okay. Wow. They, yeah. So, you know, it may take uh, 37 weeks or they might do it the next day. And the way that those are going to get taken down is is by the community taking action. So whenever you see one, instead of just block it, and by the way, when you do that, it automatically blocks them too. So it's it's double whammy. Um, so that that's what I would highly encourage us to do is take action as a community against these people because um, they suck. I mean, they're 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 trying to profit off of yes other people's work. And now back to the episode. <laughs> I know. Sorry. After that was just Brad, like a Ted, but that, I, I, I know. Tangent. I just went, I just like um, went there, dude. You know, there's been, and, and that's just a specific example of the woodworking community um, of how spammy Instagram has sort of got. So what we're, what we're feeling and thinking is that Instagram is working on like a cleanup and a, and a clean out as well as incorporating some new stuff. Um, and the new stuff being the massive integration of IGTV to the platform itself. And, um, and so, like, you know, Brad was saying he was studying a few accounts, seeing how uh, followers were down across the board. And as Instagram's trying to become a better platform, it's also trying to release new features to compete with the rest of the market for for content um, authority and attention. And so what we're kind of noticing is uh, is is that Instagram IGTV is still, you know, a great tool. Uh something that I've been diving a lot more into um, just because of the exposure I'm getting on IGTV is five to five to 10 times what I'm getting on feed um, on Instagram natively. Um, and, and because it's feeding to the Instagram main feed, uh, it's been something that I've been putting a lot of my attention into. But with that comes the, the other side of that. There's no conversion metrics, right? Uh, the follower rate is, is much different. I'm not picking up, like, like we were saying, I'm not picking up anywhere close to the followers I was about two months ago. Um, and you would think, like, I've got videos with over a million views. And in the past, a million view video on feed is always a conversion of two to 4,000 new followers. Oh, huge. That would be, and you were like, that's massive. Right? Then you start stacking these and you're going, you know, the numbers were, they were aggressive and excessive and awesome. And those were the glory days. But now it's like, <laughs> well, you know, you got to work for it a little bit more. So, um, so what we're seeing is like, because there's no metrics released yet for, for IGTV, you know, there's, that's where the struggle has kind of been, right? They want users yeah. using IGTV, but they're giving us nothing on the other side of it. And um, that's been the difficult part for me is because I like IGTV. It gives me an opportunity to show more of what I'm doing. To, and, and it gives me an opportunity to um, make some more involved videos that are closer to my standard content on YouTube. Um, but, you know, there is a massive drop off in conversion. The growth of my channel on platform has been a snail's pace for the past two months. Um, and, and, you know, they have released some new features, which we typically jump right onto, uh, as far as like IGTV now has a widescreen option. Um, I know I have it. Uh, do you, st are you still not getting it? Brad? I am you still didn't? not get, I had it. And then I was, uh, 
what happened? I forget. Oh, you're fiddling I, around. Well, we'll, we'll talk about stuff. Creator in a minute. No, I I switched to Creator. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, I had it once I switched back and forth from the new Creator profile back to business. It went away. So <laughs> it I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, and obviously, so now uh, that is actually another change. You can no longer post to Instagram TV from the app where yeah. you used to could do that. You used to could hit your little Instagram TV icon on your homepage um, of your bio and then hit the plus sign. You can no longer do that. You have to go in to the IGTV app and upload. So uh, what you'll notice is that if you don't have it already, there will be an option where you can post widescreen. And what happens is instead of saying telling folks to turn their screen, it'll come up the same way as if you're in the YouTube app and you're watching a YouTube video vertically on your phone. It just crops it down and it just size it. It doesn't crop it. It sizes it down so that the width is the width of, um, you know, your screen. And then if you rotate it, it goes full screen. And that's what Instagram has done, which is great because now that, you know, that really takes the handcuffs off of creators uh, because that, that was one of our main complaints is that, man, we don't shoot vertical. We shoot wide and everybody shoots wide uh, when you're doing the type of work that we do. Uh, And, you know, you're not doing a lot of like handheld vlogging or anything like that. So that is a great thing. I'll be interested. I've not seen many people doing it yet and I've not digested a lot of it um, about like how that translates to the thumbnail that goes across, um, you know, in the feed and those type things and and how well they convert versus vertical, straight vertical. Uh, But it is an option and, and we're we're really happy to see that. So you can do either way. And that may or may not be a, be rolled out to your account yet, but um, just go into your Instagram TV app to be able to check it out and figure out if you have it. Yeah, so it's a cool feature, and we were super excited about it, but we're not seeing much uh, ad- ad- adop- adoption of it. Um, a lot of vertical still. I'm still sh- pretty much producing in vertical because I think it looks better. Um, and it does. It's It's one less step, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one less step for the user. Anytime, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Anytime you get people... Anytime people have to do anything more than just stare and digest content, like you're going to lose people. So any, so if they have to turn to get the full screen, some people aren't going to do that. They're just going to swipe on through, right? So it, it does, um, you know, you are asking them to do something. Yes. And in 2019, people hate doing anything. <laughs> yeah, they sure do, me included. <laughs> but with that, you know, so so it's kind of like it's put us in a precarious situation, right? So... Uh, an interesting way to think about uh, some some ways that a lot of us use Instagram is like, you know, Brad and I have sponsors. We have sponsorship requirements and fulfillments and stuff. And IGTV being where the emphasis of what it seems Instagram wants right now is we're trying to adapt that to our uh, content and promotional strategies for the brands we work with. Yet they don't have any tagging tools. Hashtagging is irrelevant on uh, IGTV because it's it's not fed into the search natively. Or- uh, and and that's actually a new thing, dude. I think I texted you about this. I don't think you ever responded. You're probably pouring actually- fifty liters of epoxy. Mm. Uh, but they that's actually something they just changed recently. Is now um, when you feed IGTV to your main Instagram feed, and you guys have all seen it. You'll see the little watch more on Instagram TV. Used to the only thing they would feed would be the title. I think you did. You did respond to this, actually, I think. Now what they'll feed is they'll feed the title. They'll have a dot and then they'll feed the entire description, including all the hashtags behind it. 
So that that's a really interesting, like, I really like that because that was always weird to me. Like you would put it to your feed and you can always say so much in the title, right? Yeah. Um, and so it didn't make a lot of sense, but now they do that. That's a really cool addition. So you should be um, able to use the hashtags more effectively in Instagram TV now and, um, you know, put those in because it will flow through if you put it to your main feed. Again, this is all new, man. Like we're, we're trying to figure this out because like John said, they're not giving us any information. Mm. Like you can click on the insights and you can get some of the retention. But if you click on, if you share an IGTV post, if you say share to feed and hopefully you guys know what we're talking about, right? You can if do it's it over natively. a minute. It automatically happens. You still have to check it. I don't That might I be don't. different between iOS. Well, it's automatically checked. I think you can turn it off mm. on Android. You can say you can choose to give a preview or not. Uh, and so that, that one minute preview will go to your Instagram feed if you choose to, at least on Android. And and basically that shows up like a normal post if you're just scrolling. Um, but if you click on the insights to that post, it will not tell you how many people you picked up as a follower. So it, it's weird on mine. I don't know if yours is the same way, John. Mine will sometimes say like two or three. I don't know why it says two or three. Mine, versus... mine doesn't even have an option. Oh, not even to view insights? So I, there's no insights. And I, I'm a creator. You're a business, right? Correct. I changed back to business, which we'll talk about in a minute here. But um, yeah, so anyway, like as you can see, it's very different between Android and iOS anyway. And even features are different between different users as they roll things out in different timings. So <laughs> there is a lot going on in Instagram world right now. So if if you're feeling confused or if yours doesn't look like your buddies does yeah, it's probably normal. Like that's just the normal nastiness of what's going on at the moment and, and lots of change. But, um, but we do see like, I I'm with you there on there, John, like I did for my first time ever. I recently did a, a sponsored Instagram TV. Like it was only Instagram TV. And I did a spot with Mountain Dew, which was amazing because you guys know that I love Mountain Dew. So I did a spot with Mountain Dew on a little thing for their Father's Day. And like that was what I pitched to them. I said, hey, let's do an Instagram TV because I knew like I knew for me, like you said, John, they're, they're getting good views. It's not great for growing my account, but it is great for getting views. Yeah. They and just so, like they just make it so like you can't tag it. No. And that is the problem um, that it, it's actually problems. well, it's actually an interesting little caveat there, too is that Instagram TV at the moment, when you say you can't tag it, um, that could mean a couple of different things, but um, you you know, you know can tag people in the description and that stuff, but you can't tag like you would in a Instagram, you know, use that actual tag feature. You can't do that. Uh, and you can't use the branded content tool. No, just which making our lives hard. I, I actually disagree on that. I actually love that because... Uh, so then I, you know, you still use hashtag ad obviously, but since you're not using the branded content, they don't squash it to make you pay to promote it. Like if you ever do a branded, you know, whenever, so anybody, and I think the creator account, I think they're starting to pull that in. So, uh, again, we'll hit that in just a minute. I know we're referencing it a lot. If you use, if you ever see a post that says paid partnership with whoever, um, and I, you know, anytime I do one on my main feed, I always use that because, um, you know, I'm, I'm required to, and, and I want to be transparent, but you can't do that. And what I've realized though, is like, oh, well now they don't know that it's sponsored and my audience knows it's sponsored because I'm telling my audience, but Instagram doesn't know. And so they're not squashing it as much. So that's kind of an interesting little, 
little nuance there um, that you obviously you want to be full, you know, full transparency and disclosure to the audience. But Instagram on the back end doesn't necessarily know it. And so they're not um, squashing it down. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting little thing going on. But they'll fix that, I'm sure, because they want you to pay to, you know, get content in front of your audience. Braden is Especially little, when little, they know it's sponsored. Little hackaroos. But no, I, I mean, little, you're right. Hack, it, hack, it, hackaroos. It's like, uh, see, I like the paid. See, I'm all about ease of use and transparency. So, like, I like the, the paid partnership. Like, I don't care if it squashes it slightly, I do, but I, I want, I want to be able to confidently go to the brand and say like, yes, I know I use that tool. So like it is clearly dis- disclosed, but I work with a lot of brands that are like terrified of the back end right, repercussions right. and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You paid for yeah, No, you're, you're right. Day. So like, right. but that's what like on that one that I did, like I literally had like a YouTube style splash screen or it said like, in partnership with Mountain Dew. So it was like very forthcoming. No, yeah, like, you, you, know, you crushed was, that. That was, it was right. That was well there. done. So like, so uh, basically like this conversation, the reason it exists is because it's getting ridiculous. Like we're really wanting to use IGTV more. And eh, I know like myself and, and, and yourself specifically, we've spoken to people at Instagram or at least representatives. And we're like, come on, give us analytics with IGTV and it's, it's, we'll steamroll it, right? It's like the next, we're not, we're not going to stop using it, but it's not there. Right. And like, I'd almost rather post native on platform and know it converted like poop because the, it seems to be down right now over, you know, not having any information in order to help my content strategy at all. Uh, that just makes it really difficult, but this is, this is, this is life, right? Like this is. This is business. This is the way it works. Like markets change, right? Um, There's never going to be a moment where you should sit around and go, well, everything's great. (sighs) Just going to throw my feet up here and become complacent. I mean, I think that's kind of where Instagram is right now. It's that it's not been easy, but it's not been as difficult as it is right now. Um, You know, you don't see people like you don't see influencers that have real influence complaining about Instagram right now. Right. You just see people like ourselves who are trying to garner attention. But like The Rock is having no problems gaining (laughs) followers right now. And like neither is Gary V. So like in the grand scheme of things, it is easy for us to sit here and go, wow, wow, woos me. Instagram's down. I'm just going to stop posting. That's not the answer. You need to adapt and change. And I think right. what's interesting is is kind of looking at trends outside of our space, right? And if you're looking for sort of uh, inspiration or sort of how uh, to go about, you know, you, uh, get, taking your strategy to the next level, um, I think honestly, and and this is something Sam and I had a meeting about yesterday, is like uh, we're about to go back to old school Brad te- techniques and tactics here, right? Is that if we can't beat them with uh, exposure on a single post and we can't get the audience building that we're looking for. Why not go back to playing the volume game? You know, like let's, yeah. let's change the strategy a bit. Two posts a day. That's the thing you have to change. But the, the interesting thing, John, and I, I think we talked about this a little bit uh, a few weeks ago is that um, growth is down for sure. Yeah. In, in our space, you know, like you said, for, for our sized people and everything, but engagement so we talked about engagement but engagement is up 
and reach is, so what we always look at, like when you go to the insights, you can look at the percentage of people reached outside your audience. And that's one of the things that gives you growth, right? Because you can't grow if people outside your current audience aren't seeing it. I mean, that's just obvious. Um, and so that number, you know, like when that number is at 30, 40, 50, 60%, you know, like, wow, that, that was a banger that really got out there and grew my account. Um, if you have that million view video, obviously it's got to be there because it's well over your following. Um, but, you know, if you're still just getting that cost of video, what we're seeing is that, you know, that number now for me is like 6%, you know, 5%, like super low, but my actual audience is seeing it. So it's an interesting thing as well is, um, you know, think about growth, but at the same time, you've got an opportunity to engage with your current audience. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I think we need to make sure we don't take for granted and forget about is that whatever size you're following is, whether it's 100, 1,000, 1 million, like those people are already following you. So growing, yes, you have to keep growing as a business, but you also have to serve your current audience. And if you're, if you are getting reach and you are getting likes and comments and engagement, you know, maybe that's a better, a better way uh, to think about as well as like, you know, how do I engage with my current community? Because you can never go wrong there, right? I mean, you know, trying to figure out how to grow is something that we're always going to, you know, any business that's not growing is, is dying. Ricky Bobby said it best, you know, if you're not first, you're last. Hmm. If you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying. Uh, but how do you serve that community and audience that you already have? And, you know, just from a, just from an engagement perspective of like, you know, trying to sell uh, onto like a new sponsor, like you, you don't have to sell your growth. You'd be like, look, I, I've already got, you know, I've already got 30,000 people and they're really engaged 30,000 people. And yeah, maybe I'm not growing as fast as I was uh, two months ago, but I've got an engaged audience and that is valuable. And that is something that you want to, to build, you know, continue to build that relationship and that rapport and, and make sure that, you're serving your audience. So don't forget about the audience that you've already built just because you're not growing. You know, remember like, yeah, you have grown and you've got all these people that are on board and a great way to not backslide is also to make sure you're serving the audience that is already there and that you don't um, alienate them by, you know, totally changing up your style or something like that. Just trying to get new growth. You know, that, that I've seen that too. Like people will do crazy stuff to try to grow. And then it's like not, what their current followers want and then they're not growing and they're losing. And that's definitely not where you want to be. Yeah. So I think this is a great time to analyze like your strategies and such. Um, look at what's working um, not only for yourself or uh, for the, like, like Brad said, the audience that you already have. And then as well as uh, considering what's working outside of our space um, and don't just sell out and try to hack the system for growth. Um, you know, there's been opportunities in the past to kind of do that sort of stuff with reposting other people's, you know, a viral posts and, uh, and then piggybacking your own viral posts. And we're definitely still proponents of, uh, sharing your stuff to your new audience members. If they haven't seen it after it's, you know, been on the back burner for, for a couple months, but, um, you know, really grit down and like, and, and get into the, the strategic aspect of your, of your content strategy. Um, and like now's the time to do so, because if the platform does come back up, which, we could hope for, but you know, could, they could just never get, go back to the way things were two months ago. Um, we, you're going to be in a good, good spot. And regardless, you'll be in a good spot because you'll have a better understanding of uh, your audience right now. So um, I think that's a great piece there to kind of wrap up the whole Instagram TV and the whole downturn. Um, 
And to segue into the next new feature that Instagram recently released, which is the creator studio. Um, And, you know, the reason Brad and I have an ability to see all of these analytics is because not only does business now offer uh, analytics, but Instagram's new rollout of what they're calling the creator studio um, is another opportunity for non-business accounts to get the benefits of what, you know, businesses are. And, uh, and essentially what, what we think they're trying to do and I, what people are saying that they're trying to do is uh, give opportunities for influencers to run their pages like businesses with insights and with, with data points uh, that you had to be a business on in the past. Um, if you want to be a business account on Instagram, you have to have a business account on Facebook. And then you have to categorize your business as being, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever options they give you. And it was kind of always weird to be an influencer and have to pick like home and garden or right, website right. personality or whatever it might be. Um, and that's 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 sort of what they're leaning or what people are saying that the creator studio is trying to do is give better opportunities for um, influencers to be you know, running a page like a business. Yeah, and it's um, that they're right now at the moment, there's not a lot of value. There's not a lot of difference between it and a business account. But well, let's talk about what is different. So um, and, and how you get to it even. So if you go into your settings uh, and you go into, I believe, account and again, it, it may be slightly different on Android versus uh, iOS. But if you go into settings and then you hit account, if you go down to the bottom. So depending upon what accounts type you are at the moment, there should be a, an option to switch to the other two. So if you're personal, you should have an option to switch to business or creator I'm business at the moment, and I have an option to switch to personal account or switch to creator account. Uh, so, you know, before it was either personal or business. Now there's a third option creator and, and which is tied into their creator studio, um, which interestingly, uh, they've done creator studio in Facebook. So now what it's, what it's doing, it's actually giving you a much closer tie to Facebook as well. Uh, and in there's an actual Facebook creator studio site that's a you know full web page. I've never tried to do it on mobile. It's not an app. It's actually a website. And you can manage all of your videos on Facebook. And I've talked to you guys about being part of that program for the Launchpad and um, monetizing the videos on Facebook. That was how they launched that, the Creator Studio. And now you can actually see Instagram statistics on the Facebook thing. They're not as good. They're not as nice as they are on the app, the Instagram app. But they're they're trying to tie that closer and closer together and, you know, what John and I are seeing is like, yes, they're giving you the ability to run that as an influencer and and get, you know, a little bit different than a business account because that's not really what you are. Or maybe you're just a, an influencer, not a business. But they're also we think this is part of the setup to monetizing views on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. So so what they're going to do and here's what we think is going to happen. Um, it's just kind of the writing on the wall because of what happened in Facebook is that influencers will be able to monetize probably IGTV. We talked about that because that's the long form video. So today, if you're not aware, um, there is a program you have to, you have to uh, kind of earn into it by a ma- certain amount of views in a certain time frame, just like YouTube uh, on Facebook. And the minimum length of a video to put ads on it is three minutes. And right now, um, the you guys have all seen it. I'm sure if you use Facebook, you've scrolled through and seen all you know the viral and the fail army and all these ones. 
uh, that that's why those videos are all, you know, three minutes and 10 seconds or whatever. It's because that's the minimum to put an ad on it. And Facebook auto serves the ad and those and Facebook is mostly known for their mid roll. It's like right before you're wanting to watch something, you know, they roll that mid roll. So it's not like YouTube where YouTube's mostly pre roll. So you have to watch the ad and do the skippable ad and all that. And then you watch the video. Facebook is different. They'll cut you off right in the middle. Um, and we see that coming to IGTV as well. So, uh, you know, for us, that that's kind of the writing is on the wall. And the creator studio and the creator account on Instagram is going to be, you know, the conduit to get to that as far as monetized views on Instagram. And that, that'll be super interesting. Uh, but we're not there today. And, and the only thing it really gives you today uh, is what, John? We got the DM, right? It gives you better a way for an inbox yeah. for DMs, which I really did like. You can basically say it's primary or general. Um, so, you know, for random DMs, you can put them in the in the general folder. Primary, maybe you have, you know, your peers and, you know, some businesses that you're DMing with. So you can kind of, so your your important DMs don't get lost, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's it's something that is nice, right? Like by no means is that a deal. game changer in no, like my life. No. It's cool. And it didn't even really work that great, quite honestly. Like it, yeah, it 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 because it was an extra click every time you did a DM, you had to tell it whether you wanted to put it in primary or general, which was a pain in the butt. Yeah, like I, I like why would you not just default to it going into general and then let me say, oh, this one's primary, this one's primary. But you have to select every single time you open a new DM you have to tell it where to go. Yeah. So, I mean that, and it's also got, um, if you go to your audience growth, it gives you more data points. Now, um, it has a little chart there and mine basically tells me how many followers I lose a day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) or how many people unfollowed you and how many people followed you. Um, and the one thing I don't like about it is a couple days behind. Like, so when we were using the API, uh, as far as social blade was like getting all the details and all the goodies, um, I think you can still do it. You just have to, you, you have to be a business account or something. Uh, you can't be a creator account. Um, but, uh, that was just, it was more constantly updated. Um, it's got a little bit, like I said, more data in that, uh, and as well as in like followers and, uh, there's just a little bit more data in those subcategories. Um, but it's, it's, it's more detail, right? It's actually not, there's nothing new. No. It's just breaking out what's currently it's there more a little different. Right. Yeah. And basically just like John said, so you can see, I'm like, oh, great. So like, and I used to, uh, cause they took that away in social blade. They used to, or Iconosquare, they used to show you your follows and unfollows per day. And they took that when they made that API change a, a long time ago on Instagram, um, and stopped giving data for personal accounts. That That's when they also took that away. Yep. Um, so you never knew, you never knew how many people followed or unfollowed, but yeah. And I, I don't, I can't see it anymore, but yeah, I, I remember when I got it back, I was like, oh, I didn't really need to know that, know that I'm losing 200 people every single day. Every day. And like my growth is like, it's, it's interesting. Like my growth, just remembering back to, you know, I was on it for about a month. I think that when I looked back, my growth was always just the Delta between whatever I gained and the 200. So if I picked up less than 200 people, then I lost followers. If I picked up more than 200 people, then I gained followers. It was so weird. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally like a constant, like 200 every single day. Yeah. And a lot of those I'm sure are, are the bots and the ones that are, you know, the follow one follow type stuff. Yeah. The people, um, it's what they're trying to clean up. Right. Exactly. And so that's, you know, I, I, I think it's a good thing. 
Um, but it's, it's hard to, uh, what you can really see is like, oh, it, it is, it is the follows that are down. It's, it's not that I'm getting unfollowed more. It's that the follows are down. Yeah. Uh, because the, the unfollows are constant or at least they were for me. And it was the follow number that was the one that was, that was, uh, leading to the, the decrease in growth. So that was kind of an interesting eye opener. Um, the one thing I really did like, and it seems like a small thing, but when, when you, you know, have a larger account, it becomes a, a bit of a burden is that for a business account, you have to have a contact, you know, some, a contact button, and that's either email, phone call, or um, directions, I believe. And, yeah. and uh, when you go to a creator account, you can opt to take that away. And I have mine as email, which I, I don't know that I've ever had like a productive business email off of that. It's normally, you know, fans, which is great. Well, I, I don't even work. Yeah, I do get some from there, which exactly. I have no problems with that. It's more like what I get from that is a lot of the spam about, hey, I want to come to the United States. I'm a carpenter. Um, can I come work for you type stuff? Like I get more of those than I, I would like to. I ironically get a ton of those as well. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's for sure. But I'm with you. It's like they're trying to give us. So you got to think of it in the context of people outside of our space. It's like an influencer in the, let's say, beauty community is going to have a much different business model than someone who is who's pro- professionally doing um, makeup or something or, or hair care. Um, and, and but like that person that floats in between, which is kind of where a lot of influencers in the maker community are or have been or could be considered um, like, yeah, you make furniture or like Brad makes furniture. I make furniture, but are we furniture makers? Like maybe are we content creators? Absolutely. So like, how do you want to contact us? And and so they're trying to clean that up and I'm assuming it is geared towards influencers and in, in other places that don't have like a hard business behind it. Like, you know, like a, I make custom furniture and then I'm an influencer. Well, the right. email is like, if you want a piece of furniture, like, cool, email me. But like, you got to think in the context of someone who doesn't have like a like, Google business listing and all that stuff. A, like, what's a Kardashian do? Yeah. Like, like, what, yeah. Like, I just, I'm just famous. Call my I mom, just, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, she'll, she'll help you out. But so that's what they're trying to clean up. And that's great. Uh, it's just been like a difficult adaptation to our community. We feel like, um, and it's not a huge value add as far as a creator goes. Um, I've been quite like we were pumping it. Like, yeah, sign up, sign up. Every, Cause everyone asks us uh, in the community and we're like, sign up. It's cool. Yeah. And more data. This is awesome. Sweet. We're sitting there at a show. We're showing people through it. And now we're like, okay, well there's nothing coming out new. What like, else is going to come out? Why yeah. are we just sitting here suffering? Uh, now that, you know, we can't do this and we can't do that. And there's no API, like can't use social blade. Uh, there's, <clears throat> oh yeah. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a couple other things that like, yeah, pop let's up hit and that. Like, so oh. what are the downsides? So the downsides of the creator account is that, um, it switches you back to from First. a social blade and API perspective. It is a non-trackable mm-hmm. account type. So if you are personal and you go on a social blade, you cannot look up any of your stats on social blade which, you know, it's, it's been very hampered anyway. I think they only give you like two or three weeks um, and no back history. So you can't do that anymore. Uh, and you, what was the other thing? So when I, my problem, so what I was alluding to earlier and why I'm on business now is that it did some weird thing 
where like you link in and you can link your page, but I, I linked my business page that just to fix this, build that, which I've always had. And I really enjoy having the feature of being able to auto share to my Facebook page. And I, I will like, I'll change it. I don't auto share, but at least I can share from Instagram and I'll, I'll do the post on Instagram. Then I'll go in and hit the share button and then like change, you know, instead of saying link in bio, I'll put the actual link in or whatever. And it's just a nice little feature to have. But what I, when I changed to a creator account, it went straight to my personal account. And I guess, you know, like we've been saying, like, that's kind of the idea is that it's for more for personal people versus businesses. Um, but then talking with other people, what I found is like a handful of other people also now all of a sudden couldn't link out to their business account. So for like, I have it linked, it shows it linked. Then I'll say, I'll say, I'll say share to fix this, build that. When I exit the screen, the only option it gives me is to share to Brad Rodriguez, um, which is not what I want to do because I don't ever use my personal Facebook account. And, um, and I surely wouldn't want to share my, my own stuff on there. So, uh, versus my own page. So that was like a fallback so that, you know, there's, there's definitely kinks in there, uh, and they're having, you know, growing pains with it and they've rolled it out. And like John was just saying, like, okay, like when's the next update? So that's kind of what we're looking for. Like, we think it could be a good thing long-term and it's a, a step in the right direction and a step towards monetization, which would, would be nice, although it's going to ruin the platform, but whatever, uh, you know, it, like it's going to happen and they're going to continue to try to make money off it. So um, if it could be a YouTube style and, and like, you know, then they might come out with Instagram red, Instagram premium, just like they have YouTube premium. So you pay 10 bucks a month and you don't have to see any ads on Instagram. Like, you know, those are all ways that they're trying to make money Yep. Um, and possibilities. And we think that this is tiptoeing into it. It's not quite, you know, it's not quite ready for anything that's going to really give you change your life. Um, so, you know, right now, John's creator, I'm business. Um, you know, if you want that extra follow unfollow information, or if you want to remove your contact information, or you really like the idea of having a primary and general DM inbox, then sure, go for it. But that's about all you're going to get at the moment. Yeah. And, and I wish I could give you a better, like, do it or don't, but I'm completely indifferent at this point. Like I'm, yeah, we're, we're slugging a, through the mud with everyone else out here. Um, and for us, it's like, okay, what's the next thing coming and how can we be prepared for it? And I think Brad just touched on a lot of the, a lot of what we're anticipating, right? Like a lot of the potentials for monetization, a lot of the potential for, um, new user interfaces and new, uh, sort of, um, one of my features and, uh, and, and usability of Instagram itself. Um, we do know that Instagram is Facebook's play at YouTube. So just expect whatever YouTube's doing and Instagram to mimic and vice versa. Um, I think your, your, uh, I guess your, your speculation towards a red or some sort of paywall for ads and stuff. It's coming. Um, and with that, you know, means we have to adapt and change if we want to be on that platform. If not, um, peace out, go to TikTok, uh, join in with the, like, you know, the little kids that are, that are putting out, uh, miming videos to, to vid music and stuff. And like, you got to adapt and use that platform. If, if you want to stay on the free, um, marketers ruin everything, but you know, Facebook and Instagram are billion dollar companies for a reason, massive user interfaces, um, for us to sit here and complain does no justice to us. Uh, but it, it's just, something that's happening we have to adapt and be able to do 
Yeah. And it, like we just keep saying, I mean, change is constant and it's always going to be there. So, you know, versus like, you know, I wouldn't say we're, we're complaining, we're evaluating, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that, but whatever, like it is what it is. Uh, and what do you want to do with it? How do you want to use it for your platform and your account and make an informed decision? So that's what we're trying to help bring you is, is giving you the pros and the cons of it. And we'll continue to do that, uh, every quarter or, you know, if something really big breaks loose, we might, uh, have a, you know, a breaking news, breaking news, Instagram has now <laughs> launched the uh, holographic imaging. Mm. Like, I don't know. VR. Whatever it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. VR is probably cool. the next. That would actually, I think actually VR woodworking could be pretty cool. Like looking or not even like the, the 360, you know, be able to like, like, I want to just watch Rob Cosman cut a dovetail and be able to like zoom in like bird's eye of the actual cut and like rotate around it and figure out what the heck's going on. Yeah. And he uses a lot of bird's eye maple. So that could be really interesting. <laughs> bird's eye on bird's eye. Uh, well done. Mike. I'm, I'm, that's dad joke. I'm, I'm filing that one away. Mike drop. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, if, <laughs> if you want more information about this, uh, our, we actually covered a lot of this information already with our patrons. We always give them the first crack at all the information we have uh, during the after show, as well as the patron Facebook group. So um, if you want to check that out again, it is patreon.com forward slash made for profit and big shout out to all of our patrons. And thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it. And uh, you're the reason we keep doing this because it costs money and we love you. You help. Yeah. And you give us money to help us do this. So thank you so much. Whew. All right. Well, we have some great interviews coming up. So, um, we're excited about that. We've recorded some already in the bag, and we're looking forward to sharing those with you guys in the future. So, yeah. What do you say, John? Let's go out and hit the after show here. Let's go crush it. All right, brother.